Hello, welcome to the Holiness Preaching Online Podcast. Grab your Bible and listen to God's voice through our anointed Pentecostal holiness ministers as they deliver the burning message on their hearts. Thank you for your support. of our Lord and of his that's who I want to be on that's whose side I want to be on amen I'm glad tonight for the spirit and the power of the Lord we feel here Psalm chapter 137 Psalm chapter 137 I must deliver to you the burden of my heart felt led in this direction uh, all day today believing that God would speak to us and encourage this church I believe that In these next four services, that God is going to move in ways we will have to stand back and say only God could have done that. I believe that. And I'm going to speak it here tonight by faith. God is going to do some things in the next four services that we'll stand back and we'll say only God could have done that. Good preaching couldn't get it done. Good singing couldn't get it done. And we've had that. Good worship wouldn't bring it to pass. Only God could have accomplished that. Amen. Amen. Psalm chapter 137. We'll start reading at verse number 1. We enjoyed your pastor's company today. Brother and Sister Boyd, we enjoyed being with them Uh, the better part of the day today and eating lunch with them and fellowshipping with them and just appreciate your pastor so very much. Thank you for your giving. Uh, The accommodations uh, here at the church are just superb, top-notch. We appreciate it so very much and we believe the Lord to return it to you. Amen. Psalm 137 and verse 1. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. We've sung some of the songs of Zion in this service here tonight. And they turned to the heathen and said, How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her cunning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem above My chief joy. Yea, we sat down and we wept when we remembered Zion. Amen. I want to preach tonight the joy of Zion. The joy of Zion. Would you lift your hands to the Lord. Help ask the Lord to help us in this service tonight. Lord, I thank you for the liberty of the Holy Ghost that I feel in this building tonight. God, we give you the praise and the glory for what has already taken place. 
God, I pray that every person that's on these pews here tonight would be directly affected by the Spirit of God. Lord, that every person would experience the joy of the Holy Ghost in this building tonight. Lord, I believe that you're going to help this church. I believe, Lord, you're going to help this church. Is there anybody here tonight? You just tell the Lord, Lord, I believe you're going to help my church tonight. I believe, Lord, that you're going to help my church tonight by the power of God. We thank you for it in Jesus' name, and we give you the praise. Everybody that loves the Lord said amen. Amen. You can be seated. As I was walking into the sanctuary tonight before the service started, your pastor's wife was playing one of my favorite songs out of the songbook. We would call it a song of Zion because only Zion has the right to sing this song. The third verse says, Now I can feel him by my side. My feeble steps he comes to guide. When trials come, he comforts me. Through faith in him or sin, I have the victory. Number 130, I never shall forget the day when all the burdens of my soul were rolled away. It made me happy, glad, and free. I'll sing and shout it. For he's everything. It was a song out of that songbook, much like as she was playing tonight before the service. It was uh, number 134. I'll have a new body, praise the Lord. I'll have a new life. The first time that my parents walked into a Pentecostal church and the man that was up leading worship, the Holy Ghost fell on him and he began to take laps around that church. Now he, he was he was not one of these guys that would just you know take one lap and he was done. See he was uh, he played football in high school brother Pepper and he was he, he had some stamina and still does. I've seen him now in his 50s when he when he takes a couple of laps around the church and as soon as mom and dad walked in and sat on the back row brother Pepper was making his rounds around that sanctuary while they were singing praise the Lord I I'll have a new life. Do you understand tonight that the joy of Zion is something that does not come to us because of what we do or what we say? But as I told you last night, the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord, I believe, it becomes the joy of Zion. And before that Sunday, about three or four weeks previous, if I've got my timeline right, Right. Mom will probably let me know later if I was right or wrong. She'll be watching this service. But I want you to understand that my mama was raised as a Catholic girl. And she's uh, she's moved down now from, from Chicago area. And they've moved back to Oklahoma after recently getting married in 1984. And she's driving around the city and she's looking for a Catholic church. It's all she knows. It's the way she was 
raised and being a lover of God in her own way she was seeking for a place to worship him in the only way that she knew how and so she finds this Catholic church she goes inside they're taking mass and she's searching after the presence of the Lord she had been watching some Christian television and felt the conviction of the Holy Ghost you can fall out with me right there if you want to that's fine but I don't limit the conviction of the Holy Ghost tonight I said I don't limit God if somebody hears the gospel God can get a hold of that heart and of that life and so mama's looking for something more she gets up in the middle of mass and walks out the door with tears rolling down her face she could not find what she was searching for and she said God you're not here you're not here I don't feel you like I felt you in my own home under conviction she got in that car and started driving down Florence Avenue in the city of Claremore Oklahoma she comes to the corner of 12th and Florence and on the corner sits Victory Temple Assembly of God and there's people coming out and they're smiling and they're hugging each other and they're loving on each other and she saw the joy of the Lord in that church and the Holy Ghost spoke to her not even born again and said Michelle that's where you belong and for the next 15 years our family learned about the gospel learned about Pentecost learned about holiness and you know what drew her in the door it was the joy that she saw in Zion I said it was the joy it was the strength that she saw was carrying them through Oh, hallelujah. Do you understand what draws people to the Lord at the side of a casket when the person who lays in that casket, I feel this tonight, left no question mark about where that they were going. I've got a friend in glory tonight at 7.20 this morning. He passed from this life into a new life and he received his new body. Not a body racked with pain. Not a body racked with diabetes. Not a body with blinded eyes because of bursted blood vessels behind. Not a body that had to be kept alive on a vent but he received a new body. And do you understand the reason why people can shout and sing and rejoice at a funeral? It's because we've got a blessed hope. It's the joy of Zion, friend. This ain't all there is. We have the earnest of our inheritance. We've got a hope that goes far beyond this life. Do you know that that's what the world is looking for? I've walked away from funerals where it was obvious that the person in that box was not ready to meet their maker. And I would look over at my wife and I said, I don't know how people make it without God. I don't know how families survive a time like this without joy and without hope and without Christ and you know what the world is looking for they're looking for joy 
They're looking for satisfaction. They've looked to all the other places in the world, the places of entertainment, the places of fun, the places that bring happiness. But how many knows that happiness is tied to what happens around you? But joy is something that no matter what you're going through, no matter the storm, no matter the fiery furnace, the joy of the Lord will carry you through. The world has looked to the places of entertainment. They've looked to the tip of a needle and the bottom of a bottle. But tonight we know what the true source of joy is. I said we know what the true source of our joy is. We have it in our possession. And I say tonight there's somebody in the building. You need to let God restore your joy. We've sat down by the river long enough. Go get your harp and sing your song again and let God minister to you in this revival. A couple of years ago in California when they was telling people that they had to do such and such because of COVID, they went to a church in California and they told them, you can attend this church but you cannot sing. Why couldn't they sing, preacher? Because when you sing and you open your mouth, things come out of your mouth. And if you're a holiness preacher, when you preach, amen. Somebody say amen if you've ever took a wet microphone cover off the preacher's microphone. Amen. I'm telling you, We know what the source of joy is. They told that church in California that they could attend church, but they could not stand in the choir loft and sing. They could listen to the preacher if the preacher stayed on the platform and didn't get close to the people. They could sit still and they could listen, but they could not respond. They could not sing. They could listen to the singers. They could listen to the music. But I can tell you something right now. If you used to do that in a Pentecostal church, you'd have an uprising. You'd have a riot on your hands because I feel like in a Pentecostal church, ain't no rock gonna cry out in my place ain't nobody gonna tell me I can't worship God I have been through too much I have sat through too much I have walked too many sunsets lie behind that mountain too many rivers my feet have walked through when I come to church I'm gonna lift my voice and say he's mine he's protecting me from the heat and cold what a joy it is to know that we belong to him I'm telling you, there's no reason for the times we come to church that the devil, it don't matter. Preacher, you don't know what I'm carrying. You don't know the burden that's on my shoulders. Can I submit to you? I'm not going to compare my burden with yours, but you don't know the burden that's on this preacher tonight. And the only relief that I'm ever going to have is to come together with the saints of God and allow the joy of the Lord to give me strength to keep on going. How are you going to silence true worshipers? 
that worship in spirit and in truth. I've been to places they worship him in spirit but not in truth. And I've been to places they worshiped him in truth but there was no spirit. I'm glad to be in a house tonight that worships him in spirit and what we feel. Preacher said it Sunday night where he's preaching Brother Brian McDonald. He said, we praise him in the morning. We praise him in the noontime. We praise him in the evening. I praise him physically in the morning, physically in the noontime, physically in the evening. I praise him spiritually in the morning, spiritually in the noontime, spiritually in the evening. And he said, I praise him emotionally in the morning, emotionally in the noontime, and emotionally in the evening. We've got to worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, preacher, we have the truth, don't we? We've got the spirit, don't we? Our text said, if I forget how to sing, if I forget my song, if I forget Zion, I might as well forget how good that God has been. I might as well hang it up and forget the goodness of the Lord. Let my right hand forget what it does best. We've got some right-handed folks in here tonight. Won't hold it against you if you're a part of the special 2% of the world. My dad's left-handed. It was weird watching him write. Just weird to me. It's backwards, Dad. No, it looks just like yours. But you're doing it backwards. But it didn't matter. It was getting the job done. And David said, if I'm going to forget the joy of Jerusalem, if I'm going to forget all that God has done for my people, the fact that up until this moment, I've been young and now I'm old and I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. I might as well forget what my right hand does the best. I might as well hang up my harp on a willow tree. I can tell you tonight, church, if somebody in this auditorium feels like walking away, you might lose your singing voice. If you feel like that you've just got to give up and hang up your harp on the willow tree you might lose your gift of worship and there's looking at us the world is watching as we're in this captivity we're bound to this flesh we're bound to live in this world and they're looking at us and they say why don't you sing us one of the songs of Zion why don't you put on a little bit why don't you show off a little bit and I come to ask the church I think it's time again for us to put on a little bit and show out just a little bit. Our preacher, we don't need all that excess. You tell that to David who every six paces stopped and built an altar and worshiped God. Boy, that's extra David. David said, you haven't seen how I'm going to worship because God has been good and God has been faithful to his people. Lift your hands and love him tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Oh. It's those songs like his name is wonderful. His name is wonderful, Jesus, my Lord. He's the great shepherd, the rock of all ages. It's songs like majesty. Worship his majesty. Unto Jesus be all glory and honor and praise. All hail King Jesus. All hail Emmanuel. King of kings. Lord of lords. Bright morning star. And throughout eternity I'm going to praise him. And I'll worship him. All hail the power of Jesus name. Let angels. Does that bring any memories to you about Zion? Does that stir up your remembrance of the joy of Zion? Isaiah 51 says that the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all of her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. It's not Friday night, preacher. We don't have a bunch more churches here. We don't have a bunch of people in here shouting and working us up. I don't need anyone to come next to me and shout with me. Oh, I love it. I love to get with the saints of light. But you know, some of the sweetest times of fellowship and shouting... I have kicked at the bed sheets in the middle of the night because I woke up with a song and the presence of God filled that room where I was trying to sleep and I couldn't keep it to myself. Woke that wife up laying there. What are you doing, Joe? I'm just thinking about God. I'm just thinking about his goodness. I'd like for God to comfort Zion again. I'd like for the Lord to bring joy and gladness found in Zion uh, and the voice of melody. Uh, I want to hear uh, the old familiar strains uh, of a song of Zion uh, rising up uh, in the midst of God's people uh, remembering what God has done for us. We remembered Zion. We recalled what seemed to be the zenith of the church. <laughs> Help me, Holy Ghost. And it was there that they required of us, sitting next to the river, they required of us mirth. It almost felt like a mockery. Anybody ever like to be made fun of? I can't take it. Well, I could take it for a little while. And then my flesh, if it's not under control, when it gets personal, I draw the line and I say enough is enough. Is anybody tired of the devil mocking us? 
Well, I wish y'all would shout a little bit. I wish y'all would put on a little bit in church. After all, this is revival. You're supposed to be shouting. And why ain't you? Can you just hear the voice of the devil tonight? Why aren't you shouting? Why ain't more people in the pew? Why ain't more pastors? Why ain't more church? I'm not throwing rocks at nobody here tonight except for the devil. Because I am absolutely sick and tired of the way that he comes in with a spirit of discouragement. I come to be a shot in the arm this week. I am tired of the spirit of discouragement that attacks the pulpit and the spirit of fear that attacks the pew. And I come to shout if I can find the trap door to the mouth of hell. I'd open it and say, guess what, devil? You can't take the song from the tabernacle. You can't take the joy because it's the joy of the Lord. That is the joy of Zion. It's our strength. We look at what we think is the zenith and the peak. But I tell you tonight, we've not seen the pinnacle of Pentecost. We've not seen the climax of the church. We've not seen the zenith of Zion and the apex of the anointing. I believe it's in front of us. This is our finest hour to receive the joy of the Lord. If I had a voice to preach tonight, if I had a voice to sing tonight, I'd sing it. We're marching to Zion. Beautiful, beautiful as the moon, bright as the sun, and terrible as an army with banners. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of the Almighty God. I heard him say, beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion. That's us tonight, church. Lift your hands to him and worship him. Our text says, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. We wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps on the willows. Come here and help me, brother. Hallelujah. Ain't no sense you stand down there. Hallelujah. You're comfortable up here, ain't you? Yes. We remembered Zion. Tell us, Brother Whitaker, Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse 1. Now it came to pass in the 13th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, that I was among the captives by the river of Chabar. That the heavens were open, and I saw visions of God. Hey, go back and read that verse again. Now it came to pass in the thirteenth year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives. Wait a minute. Who was he with? Who was he with? Yeah, the captives. He was with the captives. Come on. By the river of Chabar. Where? Where's Ch- Can anybody tell me where Chabar is? It's in Babylon. Yeah. Keep reading, preacher. That the heavens were open. What happened? 
next to the river, sitting with the captives, what happened? The heavens, heavens, come on preacher. The heavens were open and I saw visions of God. Boy, it sounds like revival, don't it? Sitting with the captives next to the river in a place of captivity. And he said, the heavens, I'd like for the heavens to open right here during revival, wouldn't you? I said, I'd like for the river to flow from the throne of God. I'd love to see the heavens as they open up. What happened next, preacher? Verse number. And in the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiachin's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Uzziah in the land of the Chaldeans, by the river Chabar, and the hand of the Lord was there upon him. The word came to who? Came to Ezekiel. Came to the priest. Came to the man of God. Where did the word of God come to him? By the river. I said the word of God came to him by the river. And the hand of God was on the man of God in a land of captivity. In the land of captivity. In a place where we needed joy. In a place where the willow trees were full of harps. And the man of God saw a vision when the heavens were open. And the hand of the Lord was upon him by the river. The heavens were open. And he said, I saw visions. And the hand of the Lord was upon me. Come on, give us a little more of that. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, Nehemiah chapter 8. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Wherever you want to start. Go ahead, verse number 5. Go ahead. And Ezra opened the book. Come on, Cody. And in the sight of all the people. Come on. For he was above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered, Amen, Amen. With lifting up their hands. And they bowed their heads. And worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. And the people stood in their place. So they read in the book. In the law of God distinctly. And gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. And Nehemiah which is Tirshatha and Ezra the priest described. And the Levites that taught the people said unto all the people, This day is holy unto the Lord your God. Mourn not nor weep. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry for the joy of the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad tonight right next to the river sitting right next to the captives when we hear the word of God and we remember Zion sometimes it causes us to weep but he said it's time for the weeping to be over weeping may endure for a night but joy is coming in the morning I see the sunrise over the Sterlington Holiness Tabernacle I said I see the sunrise of the glory of God arise and shine for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord is arisen upon you Come on, stand.
stand with me uh, all over this building. Uh, lift up your hands uh, and let's begin to worship God uh, and say, Lord, would you restore uh, unto us uh, the joy uh, of our salvation? Come here, Brother Whitaker. You're not done. Come on. Come on, tell us. Oh, the joy. Notice that. Verse 10, he said, Then he said unto them, Go your way. Eat the fat and drink the sweet. How were they supposed to go their way? Sister Barbara, they weren't going away with their heads set down. They weren't going away depressed. They weren't going away sad. They weren't going away weeping. They weren't going away wondering how, when, or where, or why. But it said, then he said unto them, go your way and eat the fat. Drink the sweet and send portions. I like that. It said send portions. Don't just keep it for yourself. But let it spread a little bit everywhere. That's your go. But then I like this. For whom nothing is prepared for this day. I like that. It's specific. It didn't say tomorrow. It didn't say yesterday. But it said this day is holy unto the Lord. Neither be ye sorry. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know what needs to happen tonight. You need to get your joy back. I said it's time somebody gets in the river and gets the joy in their soul again. Come on, worship him tonight, church. I told you, we need a breakthrough right here at Sterleton. We got to get through the roadblock of weariness. We need to get through the roadblock of discouragement. The roadblock of the spirit of fear. I wonder if Sister Dela would come dancing out of that sound booth tonight because the joy of the Lord is her strength. I wonder what Brother David is feeling out there in the hall. The joy of the Lord. I know what I'm feeling. On this pulpit tonight, I feel the joy of the Lord falling fresh on me. I feel the joy of the Lord delivering me. I feel the joy of the Holy Ghost in the building tonight. Hallelujah. Declare it. Declare it. This is your church. Hallelujah. Jesus told his disciples, he said, I'm going to be crucified. They're going to treat me ill. He said, things are going to look bad. You're going to be discouraged. You're going to be downhearted. You're going to want to throw in the towel. But wait a minute. Let me tell you something, Peter. Let me tell you something, James. Let me tell you something, John. He meant your sorrow is going to be turned into joy. He meant I'm not going to stay on the cross. I'm not going to stay on the in the tomb on the third day I'm going to come out I'm going to walk among you for 40 days amen then I'm going to send back to the father and then 10 days later I'm going to send back the blessing and the promise of the father and the holy ghost and the holy ghost oh I want to tell you he's going to be your comforter he's going to be your guide he's going to be your companion 
You're going to walk and live in the joy of the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, but it's righteousness and peace and joy, joy, joy in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you right now. Woo. I can't add praise God to what the preachers already said. Amen. But I'm going to shout it. Amen. I'm going to declare it as Brother Joe's asking me to. He's going to turn our sorrow into joy. He's going to take our discouragement. He bid and turn it around to victory. He bid he's going to take our empty pews and bring in the broken, the destitute, the vile, the wicked. He bid come on now. He's going to save the lost. He's going to baptize believers with the Holy Ghost and fire. He bid I'm declaring it tonight. He Amen. It's time, amen, to experience the joy of the Lord. Get your harp off that willow tree. Amen. Praise him with the stringed instruments. Praise him with the high-sounded cymbal. Lift up your voice like a trumpet and give him praise that is due his name. Hallelujah. Come on. I think we ought to seal it with a praise tonight. <laughs> Don't you let the devil steal the word of God that you've heard tonight. I think we ought to make our way to the front and say, I'm going to seal this thing with a praise. I'm going to seal this thing in my spirit. And when the devil comes to try to steal my joy, I said, when the devil comes tomorrow to try to steal my joy, I'm going to tell him, you didn't give it to me and you can't take it away. It's the joy of the Lord. And it's on, it's on rent to the church. I said, it's on borrow to the church. He said, it's the joy joy of the Lord. It ain't the joy of the pastor because the pastor gets discouraged from time to time. It's the joy of the Lord. It ain't the joy of the church because sometimes the church gets discouraged. It's the joy of the Lord that is our strength.
Hi, thank you for listening to the Holiness Preaching Online Podcast. We hope this sermon encouraged you. If you would like to send us audio sermons to be played on the podcast or put on our website, please contact us. You can send us an email at hpoministries at gmail.com. Please tell your friends and family about our podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. Once again, thanks for your support. May God richly bless you.